0: Welcome to this episode of Miss Law explains things and hey, welcome back to another episode of Miss Law Explains things. So this is quite an exciting episode. We're going to look at asymmetric information and we're going to look at the topic of medical insurance in Singapore. So the title of today's article is Panel Suggests Doing a with Medical Insurance Riders. So interestingly, what we already know about insurance is that it suffers from the problem of adverse selection in the form of insured uh, insurers right being unable to differentiate between high and low risk individuals and also the problem of moral hazard in which people who are insured will also go and get unnecessary health care uh, and unnecessary health screenings or treatments where they do not need it just because they are covered so this has actually presented a very big problem right for a lot of countries as well as singapore and we realize that in singapore there's been a rising cost of insurance because insurance premiums have been higher to cover all of these uh, higher risk individuals so they've been actually setting up a task force right uh, to do away uh, with certain kinds of uh, measures right to ensure that these insured patients do not get away with paying nothing towards their own own treatment because what we realize for moral hazard is that when the individual does not bear any responsibility for his or her inappropriate and risky behavior, he or she or actually will have this sort of distortion of incentives and be incentivized to actually take less care of their health and to actually go for unnecessary treatments So the way around this is actually to do some sort of risk sharing to ensure that the insured patient also has such like sort of co paying that means everybody has to pay part of uh, the treatment and Another few suggestions has also been emerging is that Insurers also have a list of uh, preferred health providers that charge reasonable fees so what i want actually to tell you uh, in terms of this explanation and this example here is that this entire discussion of insurance and provision of health care not only suffers from asymmetric info but also the one that we're more familiar with which is imperfect information because there's some there may be some kind of health providers right that overestimate uh, the true uh, MPB of receiving their treatments and tend to cause people to overconsume. So it, it makes people think that they actually need to go for these treatments when they don't. right? And they may also charge very unreasonable fees if there's some kind of informational asymmetry. Because as a buyer of healthcare, maybe I want to go to uh, go to this particular health provider, but then I don't really have very transparent information from their site. So I don't really know whether I'm actually getting a very fair price right? or they're actually overcharging me. So interestingly, this article says that patients can still opt for other doctors, but of course, it will affect the amount of their bill covered by insurance. In recent times, medical insurance claims have been rising, and the premiums for integrated plans are also very uh, high. Unfortunately, they've also been frozen for a year, but they're poised to go up again. Okay, and this is actually quite a concerning problem because people who actually need the insurance are unable to afford it. So there's some kind of misallocation of resources here. So in response to this, they've actually set up a task force between the Life Insurance Association of Singapore, the Ministry of Health as well as the MAS to suggest medical fee benchmarks or guidelines to reduce overcharging. So in this particular example of asymmetric information, we do know that we usually focus on the fact that the buyer has more information than the seller, right? And that is our classic understanding of insurance. But do we also know that in terms of medical treatment, the seller might have more information than the buyer? That means the doctor or the medical professional actually knows more about the kind of product and service that they're going to offer. and as a result of that they actually have a tendency to overcharge some of our consumers, right. So is that necessarily a good thing? Not really, right? because unfortunately some people will be unable to actually afford some of these medical treatments. So what the task force actually propose is to tweak some of the current practices to make it easier for insurers to raise suspected inappropriate or excessive medical treatments. Right. So that means as an insurer you don't want to lose out. Remember how they said that insurance is actually um attractive for the buyer but unfortunately it's unprofitable for the seller. So this is what they are saying. Because if everybody goes to claim and they realize that oh I have this insurance right and I can go to this particular doctor because he or she will always, you know, uh admit me and allow me to receive treatment And if I, as an insurer, pick up that everybody seems to be claiming from this particular, you know, medical institution, then I can actually raise this suspicion, right, uh, to the Singapore Medical Council, which is like a watchdog, right? So there's some kind of regulation going on. So there needs to be regulation to ensure that people do not engage in risky and inappropriate behaviour. Do you see that it's not only the fact that us as buyers right we might go and approach uh, some of these medical institutions for these medical treatments there's also other parties and uh, people involved uh, in this situation including those that are giving us uh, this kind of healthcare so interestingly um, the task force also suggested that some of these insurance companies tweak their products uh, so that patients pay a share of the bill right to prevent the buffet syndrome okay while ensuring that existing policy holders are not at a disadvantage so what do they mean by pay a share of the bill basically that is co payment right to ensure that people actually take a greater responsibility over their actions and they do not go and unnecessarily uh, buy all sorts of our uh, health care right? or go and receive different types of health care right so the task force also urged greater consumer education so that people can also actively manage their health and healthcare costs basically also to bridge the gap between the mdp perceived and mpb actual and MOH also said that this is very important because of the issue of co-payment and that is a key tenet of a health uh, healthcare financing framework because it helps to guard against overconsumption and overtreatment right because if there was no co-payment everybody would just go and claim all of the different medical treatments that they can right under their insurance policy or if there's some kind of co-payment people will think twice people will become more responsible and so the article also knows very rightly that the absence of any copayment may encourage overconsumption by some patients and over-servicing or overcharging by harm healthcare providers, which eventually leads to increased healthcare costs and insurance premiums for all Singaporeans. So as a result, societal welfare right, is not maximised and there's a misallocation of resources as for the issue of medical fee guidelines of course they could be working with the healthcare providers to improve free transparency so that we know what we are paying for right and we know whether or not there's some kind of benchmark so i think if you if you're not sure right actually if you were to receive uh, medical care in a hospital now you can actually look at the benchmarks online right and also to check whether or not you are being charged a reasonable price for the treatment that you are receiving right so at least you will know what are. Uh, for these common procedures, right, what is the going market rate and I think that is good because uh, by providing more clear and accurate information, people can also make better consumer decisions. Just to summarize for this particular podcast, what are some of the recommendations and things that you can also take into account when you are trying to discuss policies uh, that tackle asymmetry and imperfect information. Is that because a lot of people have been making health insurance claims, uh, one of the things they've been doing number one is to establish a set of guidelines for these medical fees so that people can better estimate how much the treatment should cost, right? And they will not over or under consume. Number two, to make clearer the process through which the insurer can raise issues such as any inappropriate or excessive treatment to the relevant authorities. And number three, to improve our existing insurance procedures and product features, right? Such as uh for example to make sure that there is some kind of co-insurance or deductible, that means an element of co-payment is necessary to prevent overconsumption, right? And also to get insurance to approve claims for some of these treatments before the actual procedure is carried out, right? So that we can actually address the root cause of the problem and ensure that people do not receive inappropriate treatment or charge too much, right? That means to address the root cause of the problem. So I hope that this very short podcast has just given you an insight into the issue of healthcare, uh, financing and insurance periods in Singapore. Thank you and I'll see you in the next podcast.